So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted to have you join us. And Terry and I are just ready to go. (laughs) We want to talk to you about like his favorite subject and certainly is um, really what everything's based on, isn't it, darling? Why Jesus came and uh, won over everything, death, hell and the grave. And it was to give us the authority to live on this planet and have dominion. Amen. Yeah, I thought you were going to say missions. No. <laughs> well, in ta- how <laughs> do we get there? Yeah, how do we get there? How do we get to missions? My how do we favorite get subject. Yeah. God's favorite subject. Is heaven's min- favorite subject. Yes, it's missions. Get the gospel to the world. <laughs> get some more folk. Give God Lord, a family. That's, that's the truth. That's but the truth. If we're going to live on planet Earth and, yes. and live successfully and, and make a difference, and take people with us. Right. We're going to have to learn about spiritual authority. No, oh, exactly. And you know, you know, you know, Paul, the old apostle Paul wrote to his young protege, the pastor Timothy. Yes. Timothy became the pastor of a huge, I mean, a mega church. Right. But I tell you what, he stayed in close communication with Paul. Yes, he did. And Paul fathered him or mentored him and, and Titus, mm-hmm. another young pastor. And uh, Paul wrote to Timothy one day and he said, son, in the last days, perilous times yes. are coming. And then he listed about 30 things that men would be doing in those perilous yeah. times. And, and I won't go into all those things, but uh, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a list. Uh, sure but, describes uh, But you know, are. Renee, the perilous times aren't just coming. They're here. They're here. We are living in some of the most perilous times that this world has ever known. Right. And we're living in a, a, a time of the church. Now, maybe everybody wouldn't have this same opinion, but, but to me, we're living in a, in a, in a weaker church stage right. uh, with, a, with weaker churches and sometimes feckless churches. Right. I mean, you know, I was so upset this morning talking to you on the way of the broadcast, and I said, I said, you know, there ought to be a difference. You're right. <laughs> there ought exactly. to be a difference if, if you serve God you. or not. Right. You know, there ought to be a difference in atheists and disciples. There ought to be a difference in, in, in Christians and people that don't serve God. There ought to be a difference. Uh, you know, I've said for many decades, if, if, you, if there wasn't a devil, right. it yes. wouldn't matter where you go to church. Very important if, point. if there wasn't a devil, it wouldn't matter what you do, how you right. live. Right. You just do your own thing. Just go have right. go have fun. Try to try right. to make it, uh, or go to the church with all the big programs and all the fancy stuff yeah. and all the money and all right. the stuff. But you know there is a devil. We have an enemy. Yes, and he is trying to kill you every day. Right. 
Jesus, in fact, said his job, the devil's job, job is to steal, kill, kill, and and destroy. destroy. He is searching. The Bible says he, the devil, runs around, roams around, wanders around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now, now he's not a lion. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, so the devil tries to act like a lion. But but, uh, uh, he, he goes around like a lion, looking if he can devour somebody. Right. And I tell you what, I'm seeing a lot of Christians today that seem uh, like they'd be on the appetizer plate. I mean, they're, they're, right. they're devourable. Yeah. And our job is to train people and teach them how to live as victorious. Right. You know, I've got a tape series called How to Live Stable in Unstable Times. Yes. Uh, how to Live Victorious on This Earth and How to Operate in spiritual dominion or spiritual authority. authority. The problem that we're facing right now. Right. I mean, look at Ukraine right now. Yes. I've preached in Ukraine for so many years. I have so many friends mm-hmm. in Ukraine, dear, precious friends in Ukraine. In fact, you, as you know, I've been in touch with them every day, every right. day, every day right. since this thing started. Right. Yes, and uh, Mr. Putin in Russia, and of course, I've known Mr. Putin, not not personally, but I mean, I, I, <laughs> I know that old fox, as Jesus called Herod, uh, for all these many, many years. And, and I've been able to pretty well predict what he's going to do over the decades. Right. And uh, he would like to do to Ukraine what he did to Chechnya. You know, 20 years ago, he just went in and killed every man there was. I mean, left him dead and flattened every building. And he would love to do that to Ukraine. Now, Ukraine's got a lot of Christians. Ukraine's kind of a corrupt country. And I don't want to get into that. Uh, It's always been not corrupt. And, of course, Joe Biden's got his nose tangled up in all that. But uh, I'm not talking about the politics. I'm talking about there's a lot of Christians in Ukraine. There's a lot of people that love God. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that know the word of faith, which we preach, right. and that I've personally taught over over decades. And I'm in the ones I'm in touch with saying, "Hey, brother Terry, we're okay. Fear's not right. overcoming us. Fear and faith can't live in the same house like you taught us." Well, uh, we're going to have to leave here just for a second, and uh, I want to leave a cliffhanger here. And you're going to come back and talk about some of that because this is so important for what's happening over there right now. And it could happen anywhere. And if you're not prepared. Well, because they're dying. He's lobbing yeah. shells and missiles into Ukraine. Right. And, and they're having to learn to operate in that spiritual authority. And so do you. He just kept telling me that he was going to kill me. And I kept telling him that he was not. I said, God, if he pulls the trigger, my job is to believe your word. And your job is to do something about the bullet. Hello, everybody. Terry Mize here. Wanted to give you a quick report about JMICF, Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, our great Christmas project for orphans we we do every year, and uh, let you know that this was our best year ever. Uh, Shortly, we'll have all the photos in, all the reports in, and we can give you a full-blown report, but I just wanted to let you know now. uh, Last year was our best year up until this year, and both of those in the middle of a pandemic, so we appreciate what you did, Uh, appreciate your helping us, partnering with us, And I want you to know, as I've told you before, that every dime, every cent of what you send us for that project, for to JMICF, uh, 100% of that goes to where you send it. So again, we want to thank you. Uh, We appreciate what you've done. I want to ask you to consider partnering with our ministry, with Terry Mize Ministries. So that'll always have plenty of money to do what it needs to do, preaching the gospel around the world and taking care of JMICF as well. So we'd ask you to consider that, pray about it 
can't believe God we love our partners. We don't take it lightly. We pray for our partners daily. Uh, and then we'd also like to ask you to pray for us, to pray for the ministry and pray for our nation as well. You know, things have been kind of strange and we're in some tough times. And of course, uh, we're here at the end of the age, so things are going to be tough for a while. But uh, I want to ask you to pray for us and pray for the ministry and pray for the nation. God bless you. We love you. You're more than conquerors. Terry, you were saying just as we took the break there how important it is that the Ukrainian, many of them are Christians and they know some things. And you've been teaching the word of faith over there for a lot of years Decades. and have been in touch with so many of those folks over there right now. So, you know, just continue along that line talking about spiritual authority. They've got to know. Well, absolutely. Because like I said, as we were ending a while ago, the, the, the people are dying. Right. I mean, they're lobbing missiles in there, in town, and the, the, you know, the buildings are. Well, they're aiming for civilians. Falling down and on fire. Yeah, and, they're aiming and, uh, for the. You know, I've got friends I've been talking to and say, we're, we're safe. We've got the blood of Jesus on us. Right. And uh, it's coming to that point, Renee, where we have got to understand right. uh, how to operate in dominion or in. Right. spiritual authority in the military and, they'd call that be combat ready <laughs> be combat ready and and i get concerned about the church today that it doesn't seem like they are it seems like they they think they know right. or they mentally assent oh yeah but Terry, i know that i know now you could yeah the, then when the crisis comes i look at them and say oh they really didn't know that because <laughs> no, we right. we're it, you know the proof of the pudding's in the eating i mean this this thing's gonna when the smoke settles and the dust clears Who's left standing? Right, is, exactly. is what is what counts. So you know, we'll we'll let, let's get in a little bit to spiritual authority. We'll talk sure. about it for a while, and maybe this for several you. programs. I don't know, uh, but um, you know, one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible is uh, Genesis one twenty six. Yes, yes. Because yes. in Genesis one twenty six, what we find there is that God has created the world, the earth. He's created all the animals, wonderful, marvelous right. animals, right. created all the wonderful, marvelous plants and flowers and trees yes. and all the oh, the rivers and the oceans and the mountains. and the, oh, it's just, It had to be gorgeous. <laughs> don't you know? It was, don't yes, you know? It was yes, you know, yes. here it is 2022 and we travel all Perfection. over the world and some of the places we travel today are still very, very, very pretty. Absolutely and I just always stunning. think, what must it have looked like before the fall? Yeah, before the fall. I mean, the blues had to be blue and the right. <laughs> greens had to be green. But anyway, so God had created this gorgeous, lush, wonderful, marvelous planet. Mm. But he hadn't created man yet. Right. It's just it's just animals and <laughs> the beauty. <laughs> land. You land. Know. Yeah. And so it's he gets problem. then to the point that he's ready to create us. Right. And it gets to verse 26 of Genesis chapter 1. And he makes this statement. He says, now. Yes. <laughs> now. I'm ready. Now. Finally. Now. Let us make man right. in our likeness right. in our image. And let them, them men, them men and women, right. let those people, let them have dominion. That's right. Dominion. Renee, that's a strong word, dominion. It you really know, is. The church today uses the word faith and power yeah. and authority, and oh, those impressive. are great marvelous words. But God my used goodness. a stronger word. Yeah. He said, no, I want my people to be the dominating factor. Right. He said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, yeah. over the fowl of the air over the beasts of the field and over all the earth mm -hmm. and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. He right. said, I want my people to be in absolute total 
dominion, Thank you, Father. to dominate the Amen. place, dominate Amen. the weather, dominate the animals, dominate the crops, dominate the weather. I mean, be in dominion. That's right. And that was his plan. That's why I love Genesis 126, because because you you see a window into the heart of God. Exactly. You see God's Very heart. Very true. You see what he wanted, what he desired. Now it got messed up and it didn't go that way, but we see what he intended right. to happen. Or did it ever what yeah. he wanted to happen, what his dream was, right. what his vision was, what his goals were, what his plans were. And you know, I've said for many, many years, as you know, that that we're the only ones that can give God his dream. That's right. We can fulfill God's dream. We yeah. can fulfill his plans. We can fulfill his vision. Wow. We can give him the very desires of his heart. That's right. But he's dependent on us to do that. That's right. Now, and so so we look at Genesis 126 and we just have the, the perfect window into the very heart of God to see what he wanted, how he wanted it, yes. that he was going to make his people. And there's only going to be one people. There wasn't going to be the devil's people and God's people. No, no, no. There's going to be one people. What? One people. His people. And he wanted his people. That's right. To absolutely be the dominating factor. That's for sure. On the planet. Yes. And he said, I'm going to make them to look like me. You know, I tell people all over the world as I'm preaching in Africa and India and all these nations around the world for these last 54 years. A lot of times I'll say in some open air crusade with thousands and tens of thousands of people out there, I'll say, do you ever want to know what God looks like? How many want to know what God looks like? You know what God looks like? Look in the mirror. He looks like you. <laughs> you look like him. I mean, you know, the, the gospel, my friend T.L. Osborne used to always say, the gospel brings dignity. Yes, it does. The gospel brings dignity. He'd say, oh, wow. <laughs> that oh, sounds exactly boy. Like, sounds exactly he was one like of the greatest him. people that ever graced the planet. What a yeah. prince of a man. He really had was. more miracles than anybody on the planet, really I guess, did. ever. And he had such a hand. He one more souls. Yeah. He, put, he knew where to place value. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he saw value in so many things. But he'd, he'd look at I mean, one time I grew a beard years ago, back in the, I don't know, 80s or something. Mm -hmm. And I, I walked in one day and he said, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Terry, look at you. God made you just that way. <laughs> I mean, he that just, sounds like him. Oh, yeah. It sounds just yes. like him. He, yeah. he would just, you know, he'd say to me, he'd say, oh, wow, Terry, I've watched you and you, I've learned something. You know what I've learned about you? No, sir, I don't have any idea. what He said, you, you have learned how to make the devil mind you. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Or he'd, he'd, say, he'd say, Terry, always stay till the devil leaves. Right. I mean, he'd just say these little nuggets, little these little, nuggets. little, little, yes. little, I mean, How can you little, those down? little phrases that make yeah. your head spin and, and change your life. That's right. That's right. And that's what we want to do on these programs is just change your life. Amen. Because we need to understand that God made us in his likeness. He made us in his, his image. image. We right. look like him. He looks like us. And, and, and that's not the way that the false gods are around the mm, world. No, I've no, been no. to those other countries around the world. I've seen the false gods. Man, some of them have lots of arms and hands. And I say some of, some of them are a handy religion. They got so many hands, you know. And some of them got elephants' heads. And some of them have demon heads. And some of them, are, oh, but God, God made us to look like him. No, that's right. And it, he wants us to operate like him. Right. And he's a creator. Yes. And so, therefore, if he's our father... <laughs> We're a creator. That's right. Because you are what your father is. That's right. 
You know, if your daddy's in, your if, you, if your daddy's an elephant, your you're DNA. an elephant. Yeah, right. You know, if your daddy's a horse, you're a horse. Right. Well, if your daddy's a creator, you're a creator. Right. And so he wanted us to operate in his same sphere. Right. Only his faith is so developed that he can speak the world into amazing. existence with his words. We we can't speak a tennis ball into existence with ours because we're working on building our faith. And that's what we're going to be talking to you about is building faith to the point that you operate in that spiritual dominion, that that's spiritual right. authority, that absolute dominance that God intended for us to operate in. Well, you have to, as we said earlier, you have to be combat ready. You do you have, have to, to be know combat how to fight. ready because as Paul said, perilous times. No. Not only are coming, perilous that's, times are here. That's Second Timothy chapter 3. And you have to realize again as we, before we take a break here, John 3.16 still says God so loved the world. Yes. But then he's given you authority and dominion. Yes. Told you to take, gave you authority, told you to take dominion. Yes. And then now we're going to go into all the world and be combat ready to handle those things. Anything that hell might throw at you or other people might have planned against you. So we'll talk to you back in just a few moments. Over 20 years ago, I had just done a great crusade in Cuba, lots of miracles, lots of wonderful things happened. And I flew into Miami and preached at this wonderful church that was a partner of ours, still is. And uh, God gave me a tremendous message called, Who Do You Say Jesus Is? And uh, I ministered it. It's helped so many people around the world since then. And when I go back and look at all the miracles I've had around the world, you're familiar with my hitchhiker story where the guy shot at me five times, the bullets didn't hit me. Uh, you're familiar with when my wife, Jackie, the doctor told her all her life she couldn't have children. We had four. All the miracles we've had is always comes back to who do we say that Jesus is? So uh, I want to make this available to you. It's available to you for $25. Or if you partner with us for any amount whatsoever monthly, then we'll send it to you for free and bless you with it. But this uh, legacy series has four messages on it that God gave me around the world, different countries, different places that'll bless you and help you. And this great message, Who Do You Say Jesus Is, is uh, one of those messages. God bless you. You're more than conquerors. Taking Dominion, Genesis 1, 26. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Do it. <laughs> No, that's such a powerful scripture. And I it is. Said, it's just one my of my favorite goodness. scriptures in the Bible. And, and the reason yes. being is because we get this glimpse, this view. Right. We, we see it's into amazing. the heart of God what yeah. he wanted. From the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. There's no, the there's no sin. There's no, there's no yeah. devil. There's no, there's no garbage. There's no junk. But he's going to create a people. Right. Because God wanted a family. Yes, he did. I mean, the whole deal with God is he, you, he wanted Father. a family. Yes. He, he had the angels in heaven. And one day he said, nee, they're not so exciting because they do what I tell them. I, I, I want a family that will love me because yeah. they want to. I want fellowship. Not love family. me if they don't want to. Serve right. me serve me because they love me. Right. You know, be spend time with me because they love me. And so he created this. He, he created this. And so my, we my. see it right there and see in his heart that he says, I'm going to make man in my image, <laughs> in my likeness. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they're going to have <laughs> dominion. Oh, that's They're going funny. to dominate. Yes, yes, I mean, they're going exactly. to dominate the fish of the sea. They're going to yes, dominate the fowl yes. of the air. They're going to dominate As the beast of the field. As if I were there myself. They're going to dominate that's all the, the earth. Yes. As long as we're in the Bible, all oh, the earth. Yes. And every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. He, he right. covered it all. I Isn't mean, he gave amazing. us dominion over creeps. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, he's, My goodness. and so we Hallelujah. see that that's the plan. Yes. The purpose. It wasn't a hard plan. It wasn't a difficult no. plan. And so he created 
So Adam, simple, people miss He him. built Adam. Yeah. And breathed life into him. And he became a living soul. My, my. He was absolutely, I mean, I mean, I mean he, he, he owns it all. Yeah. I mean, he's in dominion over the whole deal. Isn't that strange? And then after a while, God said, hey, you know, he needs somebody. Yeah. It's not good man should be alone. All the other, uh, all the I'll, other I'll make animals. Him a, have, I'll make him a help me. For a help me. Yeah. Yeah. He said all the other animals have somebody. In fact, in fact, God, God even said, animals, march in front of Adam. Adam, all the animals on the planet are going to march in front of you and you name them. Can you imagine Adam has to stand there and say, uh, rhinoceros, <laughs> giraffe. I mean, you know, can you imagine? Well, here comes this pokey guy, sloth, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but the Bible says, after all the animals passed by, it said, a helpmeet was not found for Adam. My goodness. So I'll teach you, young folks, don't take the first hippo that comes along. God's got somebody <laughs> for you. And God said, I have, I, I'm going to well, make a helpmeet. Yes. And so he caused a deep sleep to come on Adam. He took his part, one of his ribs, made, made Eve. And presented her to Adam, and now they're in charge. Yeah, they're in dominion. They're in authority. And God said, "This whole garden." Thank you, Father. Just, just yeah. you're the steward, right? You're, you're the steward. You run it the way you want to. Make it good. Make Male it bad. And female. You, you just, you just, you just, you just live here and enjoy it. And tell yeah. you what, kids, I'm going to come down every day in the cool of the day. And I am going to walk with you and talk with you in the cool of the day every day. That's just amazing. Can you imagine God yeah. every day? Eve, honey, I'm going to take you by the hand. Adam, buddy, I'm going to take you by the hand every day. And we're going to we're going to just tip those through the tulips together and just bask in the Shekinah glory of me. And, and we're just <laughs> so, going to be family. And yes. then you're going to have your kids here. And then they're going to have their kids here. And they're going to have their kids here. And they're going to have their kids here. And there's no sorrow and no sickness and no pain and no no junk and garbage, right. no tears. And every day I'm going to come walk and talk with you and play with you forever and ever and ever. That was the plan. It's a pretty easy plan. Yes. It was not a hard man. All Adam had to do is love his wife. Right. And all Eve had to do is love her husband and enjoy what God gave him right. and then just see God every day. Wow. What a deal. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Oh. I mean, just no weeds, no storms. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no upkeep. No, 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 no. <laughs> Other than, you know, just enjoy planting and seeing everything grow and multiply and replenish. That all was over the there. plan. That was it. We see right into God's heart. And he says, you run wow. it. Now, notice that God told them to, to, to run it. Yeah. Now, see, there's a big argument in the church, big theological arguments mm -hmm. for centuries, I guess, on did God own our garden or did Adam own the garden? Did God give the garden to Adam or did God retain possession? What, what, what? Well, that's not, there's no, no argument there. <laughs> I've told people for decades, yes. I've gone into Bible schools, gone into colleges, gone into churches, and said, I, I can prove to you like that. Who, who the owner was, right. who got kicked out. Exactly. When exactly. sin came, who got kicked out? Adam no got kicked out. He, it wasn't his That's garden. Right. It wasn't he his. was the steward. The steward. It was God's garden. garden. Yeah. And God said, it's my garden, buddy. But now you, you can run it. You can play with it. You can play with your wife, play with your kids, enjoy life, enjoy the beauty. I'll come down and play with you every day. You run this thing. You make it good. You make it bad. But don't you ever forget it's my garden. Right. And the way you can tell that, buddy, is that you see those two trees over there? Yeah. There's two trees. One of them is the tree of life. Mm -hmm. And one of them is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. And he gave him his, the, the commandment. He said, do not, mm -hmm. do not eat of the tree 
Yeah. Of the knowledge. They only had one thing. Of good and evil. Avoid. <laughs> yeah. And Adam ate the wrong tree. God didn't say don't eat the tree of life. He just said don't eat of that one. Right. And uh, and so we all know the story. Everybody around the world knows the story that uh, Satan came in and tempted Eve and said, "Hey, had what did God really say you couldn't have that?" She, yeah, he said, "We'll die. Oh, you'll not really die." Well, they did die. They died spiritually. They yeah. they were separated from God. That's what that's what yeah. death means is separation. That's right. And they were separated wow. from God. And uh, so when 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 he tempted Eve and she took the fruit, the Bible says that she. Turned to her husband with her. He was right there mm-hmm. and gave him. A lot of people want to blame everything, blame everything on Eve and say, well, she took the she took the, the fruit and she ate it and Adam didn't know anything about it and nope. bless his heart and she's the bad guy. No, no, no. It says she she turned to her husband with her yes. and gave him the fruit. What he did is he looked at that fruit and said, I'm not supposed to eat that. God told us not to touch that tree. God told us. Mm-hmm. But man, look at her. Whoa, man. <laughs> look <laughs> at right. her. Yeah. And he said, uh, I'm going to choose her. And so he he took of the fruit oh my. And, and, and committed the first sin, All right. the sin against God. That's the story, Renee, of the creation. Right. And that's the story of the fall of man. I feel like I'm right. preaching a crusade in India or Pakistan or somewhere because I, I go through that in, in my crusade saying, this is the story of creation. Yes. And then I go through some more. And I say, this is the story of the fall of man. Man disobeyed God. Man sinned. Mm-hmm. Man fell. And God took him out of the garden. Right. And now sin has come. And now disease has come. And pain has come. And tears have come. And poverty has come. Sickness has come. Divorce has come. Murder has come. Wow. All these sins and all these terrible diseases wow. have, all, have never existed before. See, God didn't have miracles and healings no. in the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. because there's no sickness and disease. Right, right. But as soon as hell came and brought the curse, the fall, my goodness, then God's then disease came, and as soon as disease came, God said, "I'll counteract that mm-hmm. with healings and miracles." God's That's the one that thought up amazing. healings and miracles yes, and wants us to be well. Right. He didn't want us to be sick ever. Thank God for He Jesus. wants us to be well. <laughs> so He's the one that said, "Aha! They've they've caused through sin." They've let the devil bring in sickness and disease, so I'm going to counteract that with healings and miracles. So they now are going to have to learn to operate in spiritual authority. Authority. Hallelujah. It's like we're going to have to learn to operate in spiritual yeah. authority. And this day and time, like Terry was just talking earlier here as we close out, uh, you know, in the Ukraine, but all over the world, just your daily life, you have to learn to have spiritual authority, be combat ready, know how to exercise your God-given authority Absolutely. through the death, burial, and resurrection, the name and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we've enjoyed talking to you here today, you know, Amen. about these Amen. wonderful things. Times are tough. Times are perilous, as the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3. But we always know that more than one thing always stands is that God's promises say that you are more than than conquerors. Bye-bye. Hello, Terry Myers here. Let me give you a piece of really, really good news. Psalms 119 verse 89 says, Forever, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. Isn't that great news? We don't have to we don't have to have an opinion. 
We don't have to cast a vote because God already has an opinion and He's already cast a vote and He said forever, forever my word is settled. So we can go to His word, His book, find out what He said and take that to the bank. It'll work for you, work for you every time. I talk about these kind of things in my very first book I ever wrote called More Than Conquered. It's 40 years old uh, now and it's just helped people all over the world, printed in lots of languages and blessed lots of people. Uh, click on the link below. I'll send it to you for free. Help us with the shipping and the, the, the postage and we'll just send it to you for free. It won't cost you a dime and it will bless you and it'll help you to realize that forever, forever the Word of God is settled. You already know how to win. You already know what the outcome is going to be.